What's going on, everyone? You're listening to the Monday Post Press Conference Recap, sponsored by the Ranch Harley-Davidson in College Station. I'm Alex Miller with the Eagle, joined always by Travis Brown. The Texas A&M football team is hosting the LSU Tigers this Saturday. It is the final game of the 2022 season. A&M 4-7 on the year, not going to a bowl game. Travis, heard from Jimbo Fisher, a couple players today, Layden Robinson, Albert Regis. There's still one game left in the season, but already kind of just kind of a little bit of a reflection period, I'd say, this this morning. Yeah, we're not going to get to talk to those guys until well, we'll talk to them after the game, but right. we won't probably get to talk to them again until uh, signing period in December. And so there was a lot of those kind of uh, big picture questions today about the season. Um, you know, I, I think that it was it was telling that some of the guys said that, uh, you know, it was an up and down season. Uh, I think the most important thing that came out of it was uh, Layden Robinson saying that if there was one thing he would have changed this season or done better this season, it was to have the guys on the team have as much focus off the field as they did on the field and and take care of of business off the field. Of course, there was all kinds of suspensions and guys not playing and uh, for non-injury reasons. And and a lot of that uh, Jimbo Fisher and the team didn't really want to talk about through the season. but there was just a little bit of that um, uh, off the field stuff that 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 hurt, that hurt them this year, for sure. Well, Anum's still going to play a football game this Saturday, whether thirty people show up or a hundred thousand. So uh, you know LSU, they're going to be playing in the SEC championship game, and Harold Perkins, a guy that got away from A and M that last signing class, he's really kind of leading the way. A and M kind of giving a little insight on what they're seeing from the Tigers early on. Yeah. Uh, Harold Perkins has really come on strong lately as a, one of their big pass rush guys. I think he had three sacks uh, last weekend. Um, uh, really big game. A guy that was had a and in the, as a finalist, I think he even did the juke move to the A&M hat when uh, he, 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 he ended up signing and, and picking LSU. I think it was like, go to the A&M hat, put it down, go to the LSU hat. So um, they were they were tight on that guy, and he's a guy that um, is is a game changer. And, and is, if he keeps the progression, he had it was slow start. There wasn't uh, a, a whole lot early in the season from him, but he's come on strong. And if he con- continues this way, he's going to be an, an All American uh, moving forward for the Tigers. Well, AM, you know, despite all the losses, it's there's been a lot of close games, uh, and LSU certainly favored in this one, but. You know, if AM talking about a couple guys that may return, uh, Devon A. Chain and Evan Stewart could give the Aggies a chance to make it maybe kind of a close game potentially. Yeah, uh, Jimbo Fisher said he's hopeful for those guys to return. They've been working hard to, to get back there, uh, he said. So um, that that would be a big boost because the offense was um, pretty stagnant again at times against uh, UMass, especially, uh, well, I don't want to say especially a wide receiver because the running backs up until the end of the game really couldn't get anything going. Jimbo Fisher said when he looked back at the film, a lot of that lies in with the tight ends, not sealing the holes um, off for the running backs to run through. Um, but the wide receiving core has not run great routes. A lot of the times when Wegman's been under pressure, it's because no one's been open. He hasn't really had any targets, especially evidence against Auburn when Moose Muhammad uh, wasn't out there. So yeah, they're going to need those guys back and, and they're going to need the, the full arsenal of weapons that they have. Um, I think to to be able to have a chance against LSU. Well, uh, you know something else. Jimbo ta- kind of touched on. He was asked about 
is will there be any staff changes that are made uh, and kind of said it might be a little too early to tell on some of that. Yeah, a lot of trying to pry into Jimbo's mind about this season and, and how he would do things different. And uh, most of the time, his answers to that were was that they, they needed to get through this game and he was going to um, address that uh, after the season ends. But he does say that every year he does reassess, reevaluate his his entire staff, everything that's gone on. Uh, and it, I, this is just me speaking. I would think that um, if there were going to be some changes, they might be made pretty quickly because you have to um, get things solidified by that early signing period in, in mid-December. Um, and so uh, you, you want to have at least a, a pretty good outlook of what your staff is going to look like moving forward um, when those kids are starting to decide if they're going to sign or not. Especially, you know, where AM stands. They've only got like 11 commits in their current class. Plus, you know, might have to recruit some of your current team to to stick on board and not insert enter the transfer portal. Yeah, and you're going to have to uh, recruit the transfer portal as well. Right. I think this is going to be a big year to try to uh, fill some gaps with the transfer portal. Uh, and, and so any of those recruiting jobs, you want to have your, your, your plan in place, your staff in place. Uh, and I think that um, that's going to happen sooner or later before before the end of the season. Well, Travis, anything else of note? Uh, you know, uh, it, it, I will, you know, Brent Zornerman kind of mentioned it out there as, as in the form of a question. And uh, it was good props to Layden Robinson for coming out just about every week to be the kind of spokesperson for the team. I mean, I know it's hard for us to, to do our job at times when, when they're losing and not a lot of guys want to talk and there's kind of the same storylines over and over again, but uh, kind of showed his character there and being the guy to come out and um, uh, represent the team just about weekend and, and week out. And so, uh, yeah, I think that 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 is is key. And and something that he said, going back to the initial thing, that a lot of trouble this season happened because some of these young guys were immature and were having to learn how to take care of themselves off the field. He said um, a lot of the reasons why that happened were just because of that immaturity, he kind of leaned back on the analogy of when you're young and uh, you want to go over and touch the stove and your mom says, don't touch the stove, but you still touch it because you want to do it. And you learn after you touch it the first time that, yeah, that's, I don't, I don't want to do that again. Um, that there was a little bit of that happening. And, and Jimbo Fisher kind of chuckled and said, it's a pretty good story, a uh, pretty good analogy um, for that. So yeah, I think you can chalk up whether it be off the field issues, on the field issues, anything of the sort, you can chalk a lot of it up to inexperience and and having to play a lot of young guys uh, early in their career. Well, I guess we're going to find out if AM can piss in LSU's cornflakes this Saturday. <laughs> you've but been, you've been waiting to say that all until day, then. You? Be sure to check theeagle.com for all of our coverage of AM football leading up to this Saturday's game. For Travis Brown, I'm Alex Miller. We'll see you next time.